Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Hope everyone's having a great Thursday. We love Thursdays. Football's back in the NFL tonight with Bills and Bucks. I don't know how sexy that is. Bills may be playing a little desperate, even though it's a non-conference game. They haven't looked particularly sharp the last couple of weeks. We'll go around the NFL, talk college, maybe a World Series pick with Todd Furman live in Vegas in 35 minutes. Peggy is in for Yurko. Remember, she's going to be in with me tomorrow. You can hang with us at Buffalo Wild Wings in Berwyn on Cermak Road across from Cermak Plaza. It's another football feast. It'll be good to be back out. We've been in the studio the last couple of Fridays, but we're back out this week uh, at B-Dubs with Miller Lite. We've got Bears tickets to give away. We'll talk plenty of football and roll you into the weekend. If you want, come dressed up. You know, everybody celebrates this weekend for Halloween. Let's face it. Halloween weekend are you, are is upon us. Are you wearing a costume? Uh, I am uh, potentially wearing a costume. We'll put it that. Not tomorrow. I'm wearing potentially one somewhere on Saturday, and then I might. We might come in dressed up on actual Halloween Tuesday next week. We'll see. You and Yurko? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You're Listen, not going to tell us. We're not. No. You're not going to tell us what your costume no, is. No. 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 I um. Can I reveal uh, what we revealed upstairs earlier, you guys? What's going to be on social media soon about our favorite costumes as kids? Mia was, uh, me and Nick were talking about our favorite costumes when we were kids. It'll be on the station social social pages later. What, well, like Superman? Well, I was a ninja like three oh. times as a kid. And I basically, for most of my adolescence, wanted to be one of three things in life, Peggy. I wanted to be a baseball player, a hockey player, or a ninja. And... I'm not, I mean, maybe I'm a little ashamed to admit it, but I, I'm pretty open. I'm a pretty open book. Like when I was 15, like, I'm like, well, I'm not good enough at baseball. I'm not good enough at hockey. Could I be a ninja? Like I used to think like, do you think I could go like train somewhere? Oh, no. I was like, what would it so entail me you for me love to that show. be a ninja? You love that show. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, what's the show now where you compete and you have to swing from... Uh, that's uh, not really being a ninja, though. I mean, that's just, it's, it's, yeah, that's just a clever I mean, name for awesome gymnasts. I mean, I'm, I didn't want to be a gymnast. I wanted to be a ninja. With swords Are you thinking and, of American Ninja yeah, Warrior? Yeah. 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 It's, it's just fancy parkour. That's all that is. Yeah. I mean, I could do that. Dan Zetterman and I did some of the ninja stuff when it was his son's birthday a couple of years ago. Okay. We doing, I mean, you like, can't do ninja. ninja stuff. We, dude, Danny and I did the stair thing. You uh, can't. Up and ba- you up and down. couldn't sneak into a building undetected. That's well. That's what I'm talking about. Like I thought. Well, I said, what would it take? Where Wait, do you go for you ninja were, school? Were you in eighth grade or freshman? Oh, I was like when probably thinking, in high school, and I'm you like, were still. Yeah, wanting I was like, could I be a ninja? That. Is yeah. the biggest dork alert yeah. ever. Like, what, what would I have to do? Do I have to move somewhere in, like in the Pacific Rim? Like where would they train for that? Could I learn how to use Chinese throwing stars? I don't even know if that's what I don't know. I, I crazy. I'm, you know. Yeah, so Ninja was my favorite costume. I think I dressed, if you ask my mom and my dad, I, they'd probably say I asked to be a ninja maybe even more. And they just like... Like three times probably as a kid, I went as a ninja. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, come on. What's cooler than a ninja? Well, I... I mean, right? A dinosaur. That's what I said. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> Abdallah's a big dinosaur guy. 
It's kind of like in uh, Step Brothers. Yeah. When I was eight years old, I wanted to be a dinosaur. <laughs> like, Adam wanted to be a dinosaur. I was like four years old, though. So. Yeah, I was like 15. I thought maybe I could be a ninja. And I'm like, well, sports talk radio seems cool. I love sports. You, I just, like you just took a different dork path. I, I, That's all. Uh, Black, what was your uh, favorite as a kid? Favorite as a kid? You remember? Um, does anything stand out? Well, I, I used to go as the uh, Road Warriors, the WWE guys. Not bad. Yeah. All right. With the shoulder pads. I don't know if that was my favorite, but that's certainly something I was. Okay. Or Peter Venkman from the Ghostbusters. Uh, that's a very good one. Yeah. Peter my Venkman kids had a lot of kids. the Star Wars costumes. That's because, like, the second wave kind of came around yeah. when they were little. So that would have yeah, been like 15 years ago. They yeah. were, yep, that was, I love costumes, uh, though. I'll do I'll do costumes. I'm going to show you a couple of pictures of some costumes. But did you ever Wait. see me as Mora from, you know what, Creek? Okay, okay. Great so, show, by the way. So I was at a golf outing, why, and the theme was, um, what was the theme? It was guilty pleasures during the pandemic. And a friend of mine, Diane, and I, we went as dueling Moira's I love it from Schitt's Creek. Now I got to find it. It's so good. That show is so good. Kat, and and, and uh, Catherine O'Hara is just like she's the best. Yeah. Um, God, I love. But that. I was just at a, I was just at a, a guest day a couple of weeks ago, and I went as a seventies disco. Disco, disco. Yep. Back so. in the old days, what did you go as as a kid, Peg? <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. Did you just say back in the seventies? No, I said back in the old days. Oh, I thought you said. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty funny, Carmen. Knocking around Edison Park on the northwest side. That's right. Harlem and Irving Park Road. I mean, we went as teenage girls. You know, we would we would put you know the the stuff under our eyes and go as like football players. Really? Oh yeah, but we didn't do anything. Like my my daughter and her friends, like they're all going as you know Wonder Woman, and it's like. Good God! First of all, why did you not show me that costume before you walked out the door? Why do you think she got ready at her friend's house? Yeah, she's like she's a sophomore. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to offend. I won't. No, I know, but But, I mean, yeah, they're not going as Wonder Woman. (laughs) They're going as. I know what the They're sophomores in high school go the as. really yeah. cute Wonder Woman. <laughs> yes, I know. I was thinking of a different word, but all right. Oh. He oh. won't say it. Oh, say don't you dare say, say that. I'll say, I'll say it. No. Sex, sexy Wonder Woman. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's true. Super sexy I was thinking of a different word. I was maybe the, even thinking well, of one. Yeah, I, cleaned, <laughs> I, cleaned, but. I cleaned it up a little bit. But yeah, like, that's yeah. like oh, I'm going as a, as a doctor. No, you're not. You're going yeah. as a sexy doctor. You're going doctor. as a sexy, naughty doctor. Yeah. You're naughty. Oh, stop it. I'm going as a nurse. You're going as a naughty nurse. This is, guys, guys' minds are twisted, first of all. Okay, here, yeah, here you go. The wait, costumes. Wait, wait, wait. Well, yeah, but still. Oh, that is really good. That is really good. Isn't that good? Yes. I, I used show a, Twitch that if is you can. Can you show bag. Twitch? Can I, I show used, Twitch? Yeah, I used a, a hefty garbage bag for her dress. You made that? I just put it on at the last second, the, the hefty bag. That's awesome. Right? That is With awesome. With a wig. You have to sort of seen Shit's Creek to appreciate that, but it is wonderful. And that was such a great show. Such right? a good show. Oh, my God. Did I tell you my costume this year? I don't think I should say it. Ah, uh, yeah. If I were yeah, you, I I'd probably keep that one quiet. I don't think I should say quiet. it, but it's going to be really funny. Are you going as something naughty? Here's, see, here's another. There's another costume. I love costumes. I do costumes all the time. Damn, Pat. For, for guest days. Look at you. Oh yeah, I like. Who's the... That's my friend Diane. We do that. We, 
our oh partners in crime when it comes to costumes. That's really good. So That's really good. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I won't say, but there will be pictures. Oh, can't wait. At some point, is it, is it naughty or dirty? Or it's not. It's no? it's hilarious. I it's know wrong. It I know what it is. It's very wrong. Yes, it is. There's nothing sexy about it. Although, you know, I mean, no. it, some people might. Yeah, that's true. Some people might. I think it's like hilar- it. They it's might hilarious. think it's sexy. You I know, think, I mean, I think it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, but it, you know, if you know me and um, any any kind of news this year, I um, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much uh, am, am doing it. Here's I here's think- my disco oh, from nice. two weeks ago. Nice. Look at you rocking out the costumes. You don't mess around, right? My, uh, that's really good. My favorite as an adult, I think, is when the year I went dressed up as Patrick Swayze from Point Break, where I dressed up with the Ronald Reagan mask and the suit and the, yeah, the white gloves, and I was the bank robber. Patrick Chris and I went to a party once. We were hauling oats. That's good. Oh, that's really that's good. really good. We dressed up as hauling oats. That's good. That is very good. I think I had a shirt that just had, like, the Quaker oats guy on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We had like a Guitar Hero guitar that we carried around. That's very funny. So we did couples. We had we both had girlfriends at the time, but we did a couples costume with each other. Of course you did. <laughs> Sounds about right. Why do you think they married different girls? Because the oh, two yeah, like I the did. So I was, that ju- I was justified in doing so. So good. I don't know, Abdal. Was that uh, was that Whitney at the time? It was Whitney. It was, oh, yeah. it was Whitney. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was my wife at the right. time. Yeah. Boy, yeah. She stuck I moved by on. You. Yeah, Chris moved yeah. on. She doesn't want to dress and, up. And Whitney stuck by you. Like, wait a minute, you're dressing up with Chris for Halloween? That's Does so she good. still not dress up? No, she doesn't like it. Really? Did you know that Chicago sells the most Halloween costumes and decorations? Across the country. No. Yes. Well, Chicago everybody decorates. Is big uh, into Halloween. I mean, everybody. And now they're everybody's one-upping everybody. Not only with the Christmas decorations, but the Halloween. You know how many people in my neighborhood have, like, the 10-foot-tall skeleton? I'm like, what is this now? I know. That's, yeah. Now they're, everybody's trying to one-up everybody for Halloween decorations. One big wind, and it's, they're all blown <sighs> over. I mean, I put out a few things. You know, I got the I got the skeleton sitting on the bench out front. We got actually, some orange lights. You know, got a scary uh, scarecrow. That's about it. Uh, it's giant spiders climbing down the web from the window on the third floor. Down. What the hell's going on? See, I people mean, are now. There was an article that a lot of people in Chicago and and in the Chicagoland area are upset that Halloween has taken such a dark turn. That people are going crazy with their decor. Really, like there's more cemeteries than you've ever seen. Everyone's got like these really scary. I mean, it's it's gone dark. I saw a house, and I actually was sort of envious of this one. I'm not going to lie, but you know, maybe I'm a little twisted. The house had stakes in the ground with like you know zombie heads on tower heads on top, like a Vlad, like a scene out of Vlad the Impaler, uh, Dracula, like impaling his victims i'm like why we are really going next level here i have the witch's legs upside down like like her body's in the ground and her legs are sticking up that's all in good fun got a couple of tombstones out there and that's that's good some i i put the music on do you oh i put i'll put a costume on when i give out candy candy? boy i didn't know you liked halloween so much do you do the fog machine (laughs) my husband wishes I know what Jason is. Halloween by yet? The way. I, know, <laughs> I know what he's wishing. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Tony on the south side. What's up, Tone? Hey, thank you for taking my call. You got it. And uh, I really appreciate, really appreciate your station. Thank you. You know, there was a quarterback 
And hi, Peggy. You made a good statement when the individual said that Justin Fields was supposed to be a, a wide receiver. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, come on. This is nineteen. Not, this is not nineteen seventy anymore. That's crazy. Okay, uh, that was a quarterback that came out of Grambling. Doug Williams. Yes. Played played for Tampa Bay. They were terrible. They were terrible. Said Doug couldn't read defenses and all that. He went to uh, HBCU. Went over there to Washington and won a Super Bowl with Joe Gibbs as the coach. He had a bag-up quarterback. He broke his leg in the Super Bowl, and the bag-up quarterback was Schrader. And Williams said the only reason he didn't come out of that game was because Schrader was such a racist, and that's why he stayed in that game with that broken leg. I didn't know that. Mm. that... Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, when when callers call up and – and say things like he should be a running back, he should be, you know, this and that. No, Why don't he play defense? Yeah. That is that is so ignorant. That's silly. to make these statements. Yeah, I mean, now, listen, you might you might not think Justin will ever be a good quarterback, but to say it's so easy because he's an athlete to make him a wide receiver, right. that's, that's crazy, right? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Now, and I'm not I'm not saying some of the, you know Justin has to take accountability for some of this stuff, mm-hmm. but let's get him with some bona fide coaching. Now, he doesn't have to stay in Chicago. I, I don't care if he stays in Chicago. But let's not take his credibility away just because he's playing here and maybe things aren't working in his favor. And then to compare him to Bajit, oh, he has good footwork and this and that. They, they were throwing the ball five yards behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> he, only had, he only had 100 and some yards and passing, and he had 18 completions. Uh, 21. That's his weight on this. Yeah. Was he, did he watch the, I think it was 21 of 29, I think yeah, is what it was. Yeah, 21 of 29. Yeah, but it's yeah. 162, was it? Yeah. So the average was, what, less than five yards on? Wait, it was about no, five, it was yards. five yards. Yeah, just over yeah. five yards, yeah. I, 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 you know what? If the Bears would have drafted the other two quarterbacks when they drafted Trubisky, it would have been either Mahomes or Watson. I wonder if callers would have called in and said maybe we should make them running backs for safety. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, you know, I wouldn't say. And Tony, listen, we got to run, but thanks, buddy. I wouldn't say that about Mahomes. I wouldn't say it about any of them. They're quarterbacks. Whether they f- sink or swim, I mean, I, I, you know that that's you know you got to judge them that way. But to simply say, well, make a make a position change? No, of course not. I don't know what the hell's going on with Deshaun Watson either. By the way, that that's oh a whole my. other ugly situation he just hasn't played well there's weird drama going on there don't but, feel uh, bad for him at all no of course not i don't feel bad not one day. At all. i don't feel bad for the browns one damn bit i, I mean you made your bet i don't care you deal with it but he looks terrible 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 and yeah. you know you think maybe he's just trying to knock the rust off i don't know what it is but it, it's they, they got a whole other awful situation that mahomes guy hmm, yeah i wish they would have drafted oh. him, but hey We'll get Paulie's picks in a little bit. Paulie, the uh, last two weeks, has struggled more than he has most of the year. I think just two and uh, five, uh, what would he be? It'd be two and six, I guess. No, two and four against the number uh, the last couple of weeks for Paulie. But uh, he'll try to pick it up uh, from where he left off a few weeks ago when he was rolling when he joins us. We'll get Todd Furman's best plays at 135, and we'll break down Bears Chargers and some of the other marquee matchups around week eight. McKnight at the Movies coming up next. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. McKnight at the movies. Connor McKnight recreates classic cinema on Carmen and Yurko. Only on ESPN Chicago. 
Home. Connor's been on fire the last couple of weeks with some great movies. Winner today will receive an ESPN Chicago prize pack. I mean, you can't put a price on that. Peggy's in for Yurko. She's going to play. We don't know the movies that Connor picks. He's got full autonomy, ladies and gentlemen. So we play along with you. First correct caller will win. 312-332-3776. You know the drill. Do you think it's going to be a theme? He usually does. Like Like this time of year, scary movie or anything? Could be. You know, last week he did a Vegas, a Bears Vegas slash Ah. Scorsese's new movie tie-in. So he did Casino because the Bears were playing Vegas and Scorsese's Mm -hmm. new movie came out, which sounds like it's about two hours too long. According to a lot of people, that's hard to do in an hour, two that's hours. Too long. Yeah, um, so, flowers of the killer moon. Killers of the flower. Killers moon. of the yes, flower. Yes, moon. yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, that he usually does try to get creative and find some sort of a tie-in. So, without further ado, here we go. Part one: McKnight at the movies. Our scene opens in a car. Two men, the driver and passenger, talk. Well, the, the driver's talking. The passenger's just listening. He's not uneasy. Just. Eager to please, it looks like. He doesn't want to come off as too much of a kiss-up. The driver launches into his credentials. He's got a lot on his plate. He's the man, and his passenger is impressed by all of it. This isn't news to him, it looks like. Our driver has a rep, and the passenger is wowed by it. Hmm. I don't know. That's it? Well, we get three parts. Don't worry. That's hard. I don't know that one. Chris Chris and Adam always check to see how the Twitchers are doing. They're usually pretty quick on the draw. I do not know this yet. Let's uh, find out about our actors. Twitch at the moment does not have it. No? Okay. Here we go. Here's part two. A bit on our actors. The driver is putting on a master class. He'd win one of his two Oscars in this role, been nominated 10 times, first in 1988, the latest in 2022. His passenger is known as an actor's actor. He's about the art with the chops to prove it. Four Oscar noms for him, twice for writing, twice for acting, including this picture. Others in the movie but not in the scene, Monica Fuentes, Sergeant Barnes, Alan Shepard, Calvin Broaddus Jr., and Andre Young. Damn, dude. I don't know, and this should be like, how could we not know this with the kind of hardware that the two actors have? Twitch is all over it. <sighs> From the start of the second clue there, Con, they knew it. Right, like, so first in 88, last in 22. Son of a B. You're, uh, Carm, you're going to be upset when you find out what this right, is. Let me see if I can get it with part three. Back to our scene. What started as a laundry list of our driver's achievements has now turned into a job interview. The driver asks the passenger why he's getting into this line of work, and the passenger responds with a brochure answer. He gets called out for it. He then comes clean with his ulterior motive, and the driver appreciates the honesty or the selfishness or ego or maybe all of it. This is an audition, our driver reveals. One shot, one day to prove it. The day will spin wildly out of control, turn into one of the best movies of the decade, and conclude with a proclamation about King Kong that cannot be believed. What is wrong with me? I thought I had it, but I don't. Oh, oh I, really got it, I got it. 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 You're going to be really The final line should give it away. I got it. I got it. It's, yeah. All right. It took me way too long. Yeah. Well, and Chris, that's what it is. I'm like, wait a minute. This is, I'm missing something very obvious. Yeah, I got it. Sorry it took so long, but I did get it. Peggy, do you know what it is? No idea. It's Denzel. Does that help? No? Okay. 
Uh, let's go to John in Oak Lawn. John, what's the answer? Uh, training day. Yeah, it's training day. Nice job. Hold on, Johnny. They'll get you the prize pack. Have you seen training day? I think so. King Kong 8 got bleep on me. Oh, what do you mean you think so? You'd know. No, He's I like don't like the most actually... crooked of crooked cops. Yeah, it's not a movie that you, yeah, you, you maybe know. saw. I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw it. It's awesome. Yeah. It is. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I saw it. But I don't remember movies oh, like you guys do. Oh, my God. It's, it is Denzel teaching a master class on how to be a bad what, MF-er. What, yeah, what year was it? I'm guessing uh, sometime in the early 2000s for training day. Late, late. 2001. Oh, wow. Okay, 20, that long ago. 22 years ago. Oh, you're asking me if I... I can't believe it's that old. Wow. That's a long time ago. It is so good. But and I do see most cop movies because oh, I come from Yeah, you come from a cop cops, family. Yeah. Oh, and this one is like, he is the dirtiest of dirty. Came here. out October 5th, 2001. Oh, it came out this month. How about that? All right, here we go. Here's the reveal. Today's a training day, Officer Hoyt. Show you around, give you a taste of the business, you know. I got 38 cases pending trial, 63 in active investigation, another 250 on the log I can't clear. I supervise five officers, that's five different personalities, five sets of problems. You could be number six if you act right. But I ain't holding no hands, you understand? I ain't babysitting. You got today, and today only to show me who and what you're made of. You don't like narcotics? Get the f- out of my car, go back to the office, get a nice pussy desk job, you know? Chasing bad checks or something, you hear me? I hear you. Okay. Why do you want to be a narc? I want to um, serve my community by ridding it of, of dangerous drugs. Right, right. Well, why do you want to be a narc? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to make detective. There you go. You can do it. Stick with me. You can do it. Unlearn that they teach you at the academy, though. Don't bring none of that in here. They get you killed out here. I will do anything you want me to do. That's such a good movie. All right, Connor's on a roll right now with some good ones. Thank you for playing McKnight at the movies. Uh, we got to get Pauly cheesecakes picks. Now, last we talked to Pauly last week, Peg. I don't know if you're aware of this. Pauly had a new girlfriend. In oh, oh, oh I he did hear this. He hadn't yes. like, met her in person yet. And I said, are you sure it's not a dude messing with you? Um, you know, I, we, we were, we're looking out for Paul. Right. He said, no, no, that's not the case. Let's get the... He had, a, he had to separate from his last girlfriend because he caught her cheating. Boy, Paulie gets around quick. Like, he had already, like, this happened in a span of, like, 10 days. He was already back on the prowl. He had another one. Uh, Paulie, what is the, first look, of all, before look, your look, picks. First of all, first of all, I wish I was with you tomorrow. I Listen, cause that's Berwyn's because that's Berwyn's your Berwyn's your hometown. That's right, yeah. It's a and special we, place. And, and, and uh, we would show him the town, about Carmen. You know it. I know. I already told the dollar to stop at Freddy's on his way home, get some ice, and get a slice, maybe. There Take go. it home for Whitney. You, you know? Uh by the way, I just sent you a picture on Instagram. I just got my hair cut. Wonderful. Uh, do you have a big jar of pomade with that that you might no, need? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I, don't need, I don't need that stuff. Okay. Don't okay. need it. What do you use? Don't, don't you go to Unnatural? No, you don't no, have any just, product? Just, just, just write nothing. Nothing? Don't no, you don't, no product, huh? I don't need anything. Interesting. Polly, uh, before we get your picks, what is this situation with the girl you met online? Like, have you met her in person yet? I'm gonna meet her. I'm gonna meet her in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks. And where is she coming from again? New York. From New York. Okay. Her name is. I told you her name is Malada. M I L A D A. Are you sure it's not Michael? No, no, no. It's not. I swear. Okay. 
You sure it's not like Monroe? I mean, you're sure. No, right? no. I'm positive. Listen, they I saw had, a they, they, they How asked are from, you so sure? Yeah, how are you so sure? I'm with Peggy. What, what makes you so sure? We've, we've talked on what the phone. What does that mean? Now you talked on the phone. Uh, I could talk like a girl and maybe trick you. No, 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 no. I, I have, I have, but, I swear. But, but Paul, have you video chatted really with her, Paulie? Have you seen her? Have you video chatted yes, with her? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Hi, Paulie. It's Milada. How are you? No, 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 no. Hey, by the way, me, I saw Send me $500. Saw... In a... No, no, no. I'm not doing no, no, no. Don't send I saw... any money. I'm not. I saw a customer the other night that looks like you, I swear. Looks like me? Yes. I'm more interested in Milada. I got to be honest with you. What is uh, like? What is the conversation? What are you guys talking about? Like, uh, you're planning this trip where she's going to come from? Is she living in New York City? Yes. And she's going to come see you in uh, West Jersey. Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. And are you like planning? Is she going to stay with you or something? Well, well, we're going to have di- dinner and a uh, movie. Dinner and a movie. Okay. Where is she staying? I mean, is she staying at a hotel? Uh, is she staying with well, you? No, 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 no. Well. Well, let's get a, a hotel room. That's well, you know, all right. You get a hotel room. Who's springing yeah. for the hotel room? Are you? I mean, do you have to pay? Do you split this or split? Okay, all right. You gone Dutch. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. The, I, I can't yeah. wait for this in a couple of weeks when this uh, rendezvous happens. I want to hear all the details that you can share. And then, by the way, listen tonight. Don't send money, you know, though, okay? I, I know right. you're talking about Halloween. We have our trunk or treat tonight. Trunk or treat? Is that what you said? Yes, that's our Halloween party. Okay, well, why trunk? What are they? What's the? Uh... No, no, no. We we put candy in the car and just give it to the kids. Got it. Okay, nothing like driving around giving candy to kids out of your car. And and and, and, and empanadas to eat. And empanadas. You got yeah. a wild uh, scene going on in West Jersey. Uh, why don't we get your picks, Polly? <laughs> Sounds before. good. Go ahead. You went one and two last week. Give us the picks yeah. this week. I want. I'm taking Miami, of, of course. course. Miami, oh. Miami. They got a lot of injuries. You're going to lay the nine anyway? Y- yes. All right, Miami minus nine. And to- by the way, tomorrow we have our party for Employee Appreciation Day, just wonderful. let you know. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, And then I'm taking uh, Kansas City. Okay. okay, KC against Denver. They're laying a big number, too. You're laying big numbers, as always. KC's I'm laying seven. More, you good with one that? More big, one more big number. Yes, one more big number. Okay. Give me, I don't want the Cardinals. You don't want the Cardinals. You want the Ravens want minus the Ravens. nine and a half? Yes. Okay, all, you're laying the lumber, uh, which sounds I, like you're going to do that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, he's making Go big or go home. Go big or go home, yes. Or to a hotel yeah. room. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Have, okay. all right, we'll talk to you. Have a great Halloween. Enjoy passing okay. out candy and empanadas. Thank you, Peggy and cool. Carmen. See you, buddy. Good. All right, Thanks, pal. Polly. That's a wild combo. I never heard that. Trunk or treat. You're giving out candy from your car and empanadas. Did he really say he saw a custard that looks like you, Carmen? Customer. Customer. Oh. <laughs> customer. God, he said a custard. I was like, what? <laughs> what wanna, the hell? No, a customer. I want to be a fly on the wall when he's having <laughs> conversations with this person online. I swear. We got to get to the bottom of this. Do Just not need, in the hotel room. I don't want to be a fly in the like, wall in the hotel do, room. Do we have it in the budget? Can we beg no, Danny no. and Keith to no, send us a response? No, we don't. Can we send we Chris or Adam to <laughs> Jersey to like be on this Go ahead, date? Adam. Like, come on, dude. You tell me you would. I'd do that assignment I got a baby. right now. This is all you, Chris. I'm in. If Danny will send me to Jersey, I'll chaperone them. I want to be on this date. When I, I come on, well, this needs to happen. I'm going to beg Keith. You and know Danny. what that's going to look like, right? I don't care what it looks like i need you're chaperoning this day you show up paulie yeah. this girl you're getting them a hotel room 
You're asking her for money afterwards. All right, like, that's I mean, not, come on. Stop. No, She's got to pay her half of the hotel room now. Now we're calling the cops. If, if he's You've got in, a lot of vowels in your name. You're in Jersey. I mean, if, come on. Right. If he's in Jersey, she's in New York. It really, you need weeks to plan a get together. Well, it's complicated. It's not that far gotta, away, right? No, you can hop on the train for crying out loud. Listen, like it's hard away. for Ukrainian refugees to go oh. over here. <laughs> Coming up, Todd Furman live in Vegas. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. No, no, no. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. No. Every Thursday at this time, we go to Vegas. We talk to one of the best handicappers in the business. He's been on both sides of that counter. He joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline from the Bet the Board podcast with Payne Insider. He is the one and only Todd Furman. Follow him on Twitter, X. That's an old habit that's going to die hard. X. Follow him on X, at Todd Furman. How goes it, my friend? Everything is good, my friend. And uh, hopefully the Bulls are already on their quest to go 0-82, oh maximize the ping-pong balls, and draft number one, even if there isn't a generational uh, talent atop the draft like Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. Nothing like team meetings after uh, game one. I, I don't, you know, the get ready for 40 wins in uh, the eight seed, I guess. Uh, I hey, I mean, look, when you want to go out there and play defense like you're in a pickup basketball game and allow your opponent to shoot nearly 50% from three, probably difficult to win a lot of games, even in the modern NBA, where defense is typically optional until we get to Christmas. Especially if you can't shoot threes. That's a great point. Uh, week 8 kicks off tonight. Maybe we'll touch on that game in a minute, but uh, we always like to start with our beloved Bears who did get a win against the hapless char- uh, the uh, hapless Vegas Raiders last week. Maybe the equally hapless Chargers the way they've played the last couple of weeks. We've talked about this a lot over the years here uh, since moving into SoFi. They just don't get a lot of fan support. The Rams barely get any. The Chargers certainly don't. It will be a home game for the Bears, but even with that said, against a 2-4 and four Chargers team, uh, they are still catching 8.5, and, and the wow. Chargers have been very underwhelming wow. these last couple of weeks. In two of their last three games, they've been shut out in the second half, including on the road and Arrowhead last week. What is it about? I don't know. Why Why was I surprised <laughs> to see that line at nine? Give me the professional take on it, or does that seem about right considering the Bears are playing a backup quarterback again? This is the craziest part about it. This game would have been, you know, about two points higher had it not been for the Bears' recent form adjusting for the Chargers' struggles that you mentioned on the offensive side. Clearly a little bit of a downgrade for the Bears, despite all Bears fans wanting to build a statue along Lakeshore Drive to Tyson Badgen with that undefeated 1-0 record to start. But this feels like a last stand for the Chargers. And if they were to go out there and stub their toe in this game, potentially losing outright, I have to imagine the Chargers would take drastic action. And that would be the end of the Brandon Staley tenure. But you look at Badgen and what he was able to do last week against the Raiders. It's not to diminish the performances. That was one of the sharper sides that we saw. Every time the number got to three, you had a professional appetite to back the home underdog. 2% completion percentage above expectation. Very good. But when you look at the depth of target, 2.1 intended air yards was the shortest of any quarterback. He had the shortest completed air distance behind just Brian Hoyer, who the Bears clamped down on. And he was six and a half air yards to the sticks below league average. There wasn't anybody within two and a half yards. In steps the Chargers defense that made some adjustments at the break 
went away from the zone that allowed Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to torment them in the first half. I think this is a game where the Chargers allocate all their defensive energy towards DJ Moore. I don't see a scenario where the Bears can run it effectively, and this may be a get-right game for the Chargers offense. So makes a ton of sense as a teaser leg, and I'd be much more inclined to lay it with the Chargers than to back the Bears, despite it going to feel like Soldier Field West out there at SoFi Stadium. Uh, that's a great point about the teaser, too, if you want to get involved with the Chargers, considering where that number sits right now and you move through the key. Uh, let's talk a little bit here about uh, the Amazon game tonight, Bills and Bucks to start things, and certainly it's not a last stand for the Bills. I don't mean to suggest that, but here's another spot where it kind of feels like, even though it's a non-conference game, it kind of feels like a big spot for the Bills, Todd. I mean, in two of the last three weeks, they've lost, and the win was uh, sort of an, a very ugly one against a bad Giants team just a couple of weeks ago. And again, you've got a team laying a huge number uh, at home where the Bills are minus nine and a half. But doesn't it feel like the Bills kind of have to go out and put something good, uh, you know, like put their best foot forward tonight against the Buccaneers? There are definitely some concerns. When you look at Buffalo, who was projected by many to be one of the teams to beat in the AFC, it's not a ringing endorsement when you lead for 9 minutes and 53 seconds over your last three games. Mm. And it's not as though Buffalo has played a murderer's row. It almost feels like that 48-20 demolition of Miami was a lifetime ago. And when you look at Buffalo, you can understand some of the struggles, especially on the defensive side, when you don't have a player like Daquan Jones, who really helps solidify the run defense. There was no Ed Oliver. We know Matt Milano and Trey White out for the season. Vaughn Miller looks like a shell of himself. But this is a team built to play with leads. And you saw some of the frailty on that stop unit last week against New England where they had a battle back. In comes a Bucks team who I think has dramatically overachieved. You look at some of their numbers, and while their scoring defense looks great from a yards per point allowed, they're doing things that isn't sustainable by any stretch of the imagination. But again, you're still forced to pay a premium, laying well over a touchdown, even if Baker Mayfield is dinged up. You're going to want to monitor the injury report. Avita Vea is out. I think that helps Buffalo immensely. But if you're going to get involved in a game like this tonight, Carm, I actually think the prop market offers a unique opportunity. Uh, I'd be looking at some of the wiggle room with Gabe Davis and if you have access to a book that offers an over-under on his longest reception at 19.5 yards, Jamel Dean has been an absolute dumpster fire in that Buccaneers secondary. So look for a deep shot or two there while so much of Tampa Bay's defensive efforts are focused on slowing down Stephon Diggs and Dalton Kincaid. That's an excellent point. So take a look at that if you have access to that, folks. Todd Furman's our guest live in Vegas, at Todd Furman on Twitter. Follow his podcast as well, the Bet the Board Pod, wherever you get your podcasts. Patriots at Dolphins in the AFC East. Uh, that's a good one on Sunday, potentially. But here we go with the Miami injury report. It is loaded. Tyree killed in practice yesterday with a hip. Jalen Waddell uh, limited. We know that from the Sunday night game last week. Connor Williams didn't play last week. He's limited with a groin. Raheem Mostert didn't practice with an ankle. That's just on offense is one of the <laughs> biggest keys here, Todd. Even though Tua is own Belichick to the tune of 5-0 and o straight up and against the number is the biggest key here following the injury situation going into the weekend before that game in South Beach on Sunday afternoon. 100%. And when you're looking to lay a number, especially over a touchdown in a divisional game against an opponent that you beat already on their home field, you want the full complement of weapons available. And New England, from an overall health standpoint, trending up compared to where they've been over the last couple of weeks. But Tua has had a tremendous amount of success against these Bill Belichick defenses, even though Bill does a better job than anyone of taking Tyreek Hill out of the mix and was effective in doing so, even when Tyreek was playing with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. 
Uh, this game, very difficult for me to try and wrap my head around. I'm not sure I want to run to the window with a bet on New England. When you consider that New England was a 7.5, 8-point home underdog last week against Buffalo, now you're only catching 8.5, 9. Numbers ticked up a little bit. Uh, some slight optimism that some of those cogs for Miami could be out there. You've also seen the total bet up a touch from where it was early this morning. I think this is kind of stay away territory, but as a football fan, I think we're all counting the minutes and hours until we see Miami on full display in Frankfurt, Germany next Sunday mm. when they take on the Kansas City Chiefs, which should be an outstanding football game. Excellent call there. I'm going to ask you about one more, and then we'll get some best plays. Uh, this you know, was shaping up to be a good one, but the injuries, uh, which seems to happen every year with the 49ers, are starting to mount here a little bit. Niners hosting the Bengals in the late window. Uh, Brock Purdy is in concussion protocol, and I saw Adam Schefter tweet something to the effect of if you're just going off of historically what's happened when a quarterback has been placed into that protocol uh, midweek, I don't think there's ever been a scenario in which that player has been cleared and then played that week. Are we operating under the assumption that Purdy will not be playing, and what does it do? How has it maybe already affected the line, and what does it do going forward where San Fran is still laying the short field goal at home against the Bengals? I think the only quarterback that's come through concussion protocol, even with a full week, was Kenny Pickett earlier this year uh, or last season. I can't remember exactly when that transpired. So when you look at this game here, the market has responded to that news. We saw San Francisco open as a a five-and-a-half-point favorite despite their performance on Monday Night Football against the Vikings. Once Brock Purdy entered concussion protocol, you saw this number get as low as three. There was a little bit of an appetite for the 49ers pushing that price back to three-and-a-half. And I think books are now in that holding pattern. Once Purdy was officially potentially ruled out later this week, this number may tick down to a field goal. I don't think we see it any lower. And then you have to ask yourself, is Brock Purdy worth a full field goal around a key number, knowing that you have a very capable backup that performed well leading Kyle Shanahan's offense in the preseason in Sam Darnold? The mm. other big injury you're going to want to follow will be Trent Williams. If he yes. can't go, that is a massive hole for the 49ers offensive line. We knew that position group was thin coming into the year, and they're already operating without Debo Samuel, who is so valuable against a team that may want to blitz. For me, it's 49ers or pass right now. I want to watch the injury report like everybody else, but I'm not ready to buy Bengal stock at the top of the market, thinking that just because they had a week off, this offense is going to click on all cylinders. They look great in their two opening drives against the Seahawks, but amassed less than 90 yards for the better part of three quarters in that contest. So the Bengals an interesting team because if they do start to fire like the 2021 and 2022 editions, you're stealing getting them plus a field goal. Uh, But until I see a full sample size of 60 minutes, uh, I'm not running to back Zach Taylor's bunch just yet. Yeah, it's kind of like prove it. I get that. All right, uh, last thing, and then best plays. Any particular angle on the World Series that you guys are into? Or I know it's not a very sexy matchup. Is that just totally back burner right now with college and pro football? Anything sharp on the World Series, which starts tomorrow in in Dallas? You know, haven't seen anything really sharp. Uh, you saw Texas open right around a dollar eighty-five favorite. Numbers leaked up at some books, but for the most part, it's held pretty steady. Uh, I think when you dig into these two teams, uh, obviously unlikely combatants for the World Series. If you had the foresight to see this Arizona run coming, you could have had a futures ticket on them right around one hundred and fifty to one. Only the Pirates and A's at a lot of books had longer odds coming into the year, along with the Rockies. Wow. Meanwhile, for Texas, uh, I mean, they've clearly figured it all out. 
uh, since they went through that late season swoon. You look at their pitching staff, and I think it sets up a little bit better than Arizona, uh, but I'm not going to sell Brandon Fott short given what Mm -hmm. he did last series against Philly. If you're looking for some of the other markets that are there, maybe you take a flyer on Nathan Avaldi right around 20-1 to to be series MVP. If he can go out there and put together two quintessential performances like he's done to anchor this staff, makes a little bit of sense, but no real strong betting involvement for me, at least the way things stand hanging into game one. All right, how about best plays for the weekend? Uh, We'll go to college for two, and we'll go to the NFL for one. So we'll start in Stillwater on Saturday night, a game on ESPN2 where the Bearcats are catching seven. Numbers tick down a shade from seven and a half where it was early in the morning. Carm, you know me well enough that these are the ultimate buy-low opportunities and sell stock at the top of the market. Since he has looked anemic offensively back-to-back weeks against Baylor and losing against Iowa State, But they get an Oklahoma State team who I think you're being forced to pay a premium for, given that they figured out who their best quarterback is. They've gone away from the RPO concepts. And don't look now, but Oklahoma State has Oklahoma Mm. in Bedlam coming next Saturday. So this could be the kind of game where Gundy's team isn't ultra-focused. We'll go with the Big Ten West, and we'll make fans suffer through a game similar to what we did last week with Minnesota in the 12-10 win over Iowa, this time backing (laughs) Purdue, plus the 2.5 against Nebraska. Cornhuskers extremely banged up on the offensive side. You lose your top receiver in Billy Kemp, and all the reports out of West Lafayette suggest this is a team that used the bye week as a refresher, and any time Nebraska struggles to get to 20 points against the powerhouses, Northwestern Illinois, Mm -hmm. uh, I think Hudson Card can do enough. In the NFL, NFC North, you know, we'll buy low here, although I didn't love the injury report with Jair Alexander at DNP today for the Packers uh, after being a full participant yesterday. Uh, but I think you have to sell Minnesota stock on the short week within the division, knowing that they emptied the tank against the 49ers. A little bit underwhelmed when you dig into some of the advanced metrics there. This feels like a last stand for the Green Bay Packers. And while it's scary to back Jordan Love in any capacity right now, oh, yeah. uh, this is a number that's corrected of about two and a half, three points from where it would have been had the game been played last week. Excellent. Uh, enjoy uh, Halloween weekend. You know, Yurko's out there, by the way. You going to hook up with Yurko this weekend? I mean, you know how Yurko, sometimes he texts me, sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> I figured if he's going to be at the Blackhawks game tomorrow to see Bedard's debut at T-Mobile, maybe I'll buy him a beer. But I'm not bending over backwards for the guy. He wants to play golf. He wants to gallivant. I'm not sure where he ends up at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. He's unbelievable. All right, great stuff as always, my friend. We'll talk next Friday. Always a pleasure, guys. Enjoy the games this weekend, and best of luck at the window. See you, buddy. There's Todd Furman at Todd Furman, the Bet the Board podcast with Ian Payne Insider. Excellent stuff. They're the best plays, and he's been good these last couple of weeks. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll come back, wrap things up, and then it's Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie at 2. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. The Hawks play early tomorrow out in Vegas. Uh, By the way, Yurko's out there. He's not going to the game. He's too busy golfing and, like Todd said, gallivanting around at the strip. How about the Hawks' schedule? They had a tough <laughs> schedule to open. So they played, they played Colorado. Colorado six zero and zero. They played the Bruins twice six zero and zero. And granted, two of those were against the Hawks, but still, they played the Leafs in Toronto four and two. This will be their second game against Vegas. Vegas is seven zero and zero. Like they've played arguably the four of the I don't know what five or six best teams in the league. And yeah. like in the early going, they haven't had one. Easy game on the schedule, really, have they? I mean, even Montreal's off to a 3-2-1 start. Like, a brutal schedule for the Hawks. There's no hiding. 
And Holy and cow. throw in the whole Connor Bedard frenzy of every Jeez. city that they go to. They want a piece of them. Yes. You know? Yeah. I mean they need they need to go off and and hide. They need to go to Calgary or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> They've got Jersey coming up on the next homestand. Jersey's awesome. I got a I got a bet on Jersey to win the cup at ten to one. Jack Hughes' start has been ridiculous. Adam, you want to break down Jack Hughes with us a little bit? In the start strong there? skater. That is a strong skater. Greasy goals every once in a while. Puck dollar for nothing. I mean, the real hockey show is coming up. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Waddle, you want to break down Jack Hughes a little? Didn't he make movies back in the 80s and That's film John. most of them here? That's John. John. Funny Jack? Guy. Mr. Funny Guy over Jack. here. Jack. They got Tampa coming up twice. Like, when does the schedule get easy? Holy cow. We will cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up. See what the boys uh, have on tap to get you home 2 to 6. Black and Abdallah are on tonight from 7 to 8. That'll be after Bears Weekly with Joniak and Thayer at 6. That's why we love Thursdays, man. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. Love it. I've got the final word. We'll be back in two minutes. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, did you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. On Carmen and Yurko. Are you going to fall asleep by one yeah, right? after you've had exactly. a veal chop? Uh, this beautiful veal chop comes out with risotto, and I'm like, sweet Lord, he's going to be passed out. Oh, my gosh. He's just the most fascinating like creature.